0: Welcome to the It Doesn't Hold Up podcast. We review and reevaluate all things we remember fondly from our childhood and years prior to see if they still hold up. And more often than not, they probably don't. I'm Stuart Shepard, along with my co-host and good friend, Michael
1: Smith. Smith, how are you doing? Fine and dandy, Stu. Danny and fine. How are you? Fantastic.
0: Well, as you can see, I am out of my cast. I did promise that on the last episode that I hope to be out of the cast by next episode, and I am. So at the moment, I'm very much, if you're watching on video, live long and prosper. I have my two fingers taped up and yes, I'm hoping to be out of this bad boy completely by the end of January, February. So we shall see. We shall see. But I'm doing very, very well. And I see what you did. Danny and Fine. Fine and dandy. Good.
1: That's excellent. No, you I'm already quoting the film. I'm in the... It? It's the only quote. Uh, unless you want me to make a number of elf. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, the elf puns are prolific for this, but we'll... we'll, I've counted them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe keep that for your Smith trivia. (laughs) Cool, but yeah, before we go on to said nomination for this episode, I want to talk about last week's, uh, well, last episode's feedback. So, don't know about you, Smith, but some of the people who said to me, was like, that Tag on Cash film you were talking about, I've never seen it, but I want to. I really, really want to.
1: A lot of people hadn't seen it. My other half said, which one's the dog? And I was like, no, you're thinking of Turner and Hooch. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Kane one. Yeah, I it's a different film. <laughs> oh, I, I, arguably, it would have been better if Turner and Hooch, if one of them had been voiced by Sylvester Stone. <laughs> I would have loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a dog.
0: Um... Excellent. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is I got a bit confused about this FUBAR thing Like, you said, oh, it's been going around for ages I'd literally only ever heard FUBAR when I, I saw this film, uh, but somebody has left a comment on YouTube, it's our good friend Alex friend of the show, he, he has clarified that FUBAR was used by the US military in World War II, and it may have been a play on the German Thürkte which was explained in detail in Saving Private Ryan, but I do not remember any of that from Saving Private Ryan, and I only ever came across FUBAR when we watched this film, so there you go Great. So, did you hear anything else, or is it just a case of people just want to watch this film now, because it's awesome? People just
1: want to watch the film, uh, and then they should. Everyone should go and watch Tango and Cash. Yeah, you'll have a jolly good time. Instead of this. Instead of this. So, yes.
0: So, this episode's nomination came from Smith himself, and he fooled us. We thought he was going to say Jingle All The Way. It was not Jingle All The Way. We might have had more to talk about if it was Jingle All The Way. I've never seen
1: Jingle All The Way. Well, you should have done. Oh, no, that goes across uh, our, oh, well. our mission
0: statement. Yeah, you have to have at least partially have watched it to, to cover it as an adult. But no, so this episode's nomination is Santa Claus the movie. Not to be confused with the Santa Claus, it's Santa Claus the movie from 1985. And a brief synopsis is it's an origin story, essentially, of Santa Claus and then his adventures to deliver presents to all the little good boys and girls all over the world, but mainly New York. So there, <laughs> <laughs> mainly New York. Mainly New York, even though it's filmed yeah. in Pinewood Studios. But there, yeah.
1: You.
0: <laughs> so I did mention, yep, it was out from 1985. Now, for the purpose of this episode, we are going to be covering Christmas 1985 as part of Smith's scene setting. So Smith, take it away. What was going on in Christmas 1985?
1: Christmas 1985 is my first Christmas on the planet, so it was. Pretty special. Um, what was going on? Didn't really look at the news because I don't think. I think we covered it all in our previous 1985. So I look more at the kind of the pop culture. We didn't cover um, 1985 before. Have we not covered 1985. No, this is the first time. That's but it's fine. Oh, no. This
0: is this is a Christmas episode. I, I, I thought we
1: would covered 1985. Oh, damn it! I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I could have we done
1: covered, the news. We can I'm cover 1985
0: again. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, this back to Christmas um, 1985.
1: What's going on? Well, Christmas 1985. The top toys of the year relevant mm-hmm. to this topic: uh, Transformers. Cabbage Patch Kids, oh, yeah. uh, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. I think I had that. Yeah, and more importantly, GI Joe.
0: <laughs> well, well, apart from the Cabbage Patch Kids, they all sound like pretty solid toys. But yeah, yeah,
1: pretty solid toys, pretty solid toys. Uh, what was number one in the um, in the music charts was "Merry Christmas, Everyone" by Shakin' Stevens.
0: Oh, it's not my favorite Christmas song.
1: Stone Cold Classic. Uh, the top film was the festive classic Rocky Four. <laughs> it's set in the snow it kind of is rocky rocky 4 was the biggest film in december of of 95 rocky 4 followed by spies like us which is shit Shit. jewel of the nile a film called white knights which i've never heard of but i'm gonna have to assume is probably racist and (laughs) at number five santa claus the movie uh it was the 38th grossing film of the year Mm -hmm. it did however beat clue which i find deeply offensive because that film is a classic um the um, the only other kind of things worth knowing is that on uh, Christmas Eve was the first ever EastEnders Christmas. Mm. And is that the one where
0: Den and Angie split up and he gives a divorce pay? I does I
1: Don't know. I've never seen it. for For those uh, listeners and 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 usual viewers outside of the UK that might not know what EastEnders is, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need so, to know. So that's all you need to know. Uh, that is that is my scene setting for for Christmas of 1985. Um, I don't have much more to add. I should have looked at the news. That's fine. <laughs> I was wondering you mention about Rocky
0: IV, because Rocky IV does actually take place at Christmas. So he goes to fight Drago in Christmas week. He flies out on New Year's Day. Well, so you could argue.
1: You could argue. You, there's you a lot of people argue. You could argue.
0: a Di- Weapon's Di- a Christmas movie. Yeah, Die Hard 2 is a Christmas movie.
1: I mean, we can get into this, but there's a difference between a film that's set at Christmas and a Christmas film. These are different things.
0: Yeah, there's no real Christmas message in Die Hard 2 or, you know, a Weapon. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas message of Die Hard 2. <laughs> don't go to the airport <laughs> cool right so how old were you when you first saw this and how did you see this cinema was the out the window you were way too young so when did you first come across this
1: <laughs> maybe i saw it at the cinema i wouldn't remember uh i came across this on television mm-hmm. probably around about the age of six or seven um i can't really recall but i definitely saw it on tv as a child uh, several times it's one of those films that i sort of vaguely remember you know, like you, kind yeah. of you get these kind of flashes of and there are images and bits, you know, there are certain kind of things that are burnt into my brain and those are <laughs> the things I remember. The actual film itself, the plot, what happens, uh, the performances, all of that, no, nothing. Don't remember any of it. Um, and it kind of melds and blends with other films, yeah. you know, and just kind of, sort of kind of hangs together with this weird kind of mishmash of Christmas memories and too much chocolate, you know, too much excitement, too much yeah. David Huddleston, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hmm,
0: that's interesting because I'm kind of the same because I I don't want to say too much because we're going to talk about the plot, but there's a couple of scenes I can remember. So I think Mm. I would have been around about the same age as you. I think it was randomly on one Christmas Eve one year and I caught the ending. I distinctly remember like the last shot of the movie. I was like, oh, I remember that. And then, yeah, I didn't watch it for years and years and years. And about five years ago, I got pissed and watched it. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> and then I watched it a couple of days ago, Stone Gold Sober, and yes, you're Well, I mean I might somewhat my... might have differed.
1: <laughs> I have I have this uh, to be full disclosure, I have this on DVD. I've had this on DVD for a while. Oh. And I've seen it a few times over the years. Now, whether or not that colours my opinion of it is neither <laughs> here nor there. Um but um Yeah, yeah, it's um yeah, it's very strange. It is it a very, answer. very strange film. <laughs>
0: It is, and also yeah, it's a bit like you as well. I've kind of uh, mistook it for something that happened in Scrooged. I was like, hang on a minute, didn't? Oh no, that's Scrooge. That's you know that we've done that a lot on this <laughs> podcast, like mixing uh, Back to the Future with like Masters of the Universe and other shit like that. But yeah,
1: okay. Wait, so, wait a minute, where, where, where's the bit where we... Oh no, that's 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 uh, Pete and Doug- Dudley. That's different. That's different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this is not Derek and Clive.
1: No, it's not Derek Clive, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right then, should we delve into the plot in Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, let's. <laughs> right. So we begin, and it's all magical like credits, but uh oh, it's
1: magical the... credits that look exactly the same as the Superman credits. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if the producers are the same.
0: <laughs> yes, I wonder. And the writer. So <laughs> We're in the Middle Ages, in the middle of nowhere, somewhere. You know, is,
1: is this America? Is it supposed to be Europe? Is it supposed to be some you've, fantasy you've, land? Where is this? You skipped over a very important bit. There's a song. All right. We are part of a miracle over the opening credits. And all I've just written down in my notes is, fuck it now.
0: I mean, I, I kind of got annoyed with the soundtrack all throughout. Like, it's yeah.
1: Christmas. That's, That's Alad Jones. That's
0: Alad Jones. What, singing the first one? Or singing the... the
1: first song, yeah. Singing the other ah, time.
0: okay. Because the other one is Sheena Easton, who did yeah. um, For Your Eyes yeah, Only. She... Yeah,
1: but Ella Jones was singing the, the title song. So, you know, nothing gets more Christmassy than Ella Jones. It really doesn't. <laughs> God bless you. Anyway, sorry. I you know, I'm like,
0: anyway, It's fine. It's fine. It's Christmas Eve and it's all snowy. And there's hundreds of kids at Grandma's house, for some reason.
1: So I wouldn't shout. Shan- there's a bunch of fucking gormless kids sitting around going, Oh, uh or some <laughs> silly old sod tells a story of this boring shit. Yeah, you know, oh, granny, you told his story last year, shut up, where are the
0: presents? <laughs> because presumably, Claus and his wife, Anya, have been delivering presents to this neighbourhood, I guess, for like the last few years or whatever and it's become a tradition. But, um, yeah, then Uncle Claus and his wife turn up and they bring presents to all these kids. Uh, and they're all really <laughs> shitty. They're just like things that he's just carved out. Or just random <laughs> a a,
1: Oh, When's he coming? He's never going to make... Oh, there he is. Yeah, that's <laughs> he definitely definitely is right. there
0: he is. Uh, and he's brought his two reindeer with him. Uh, reindeer with him. Uh, I think those ones are Donner and Blitzen. Uh, I made a name of all the reindeers in this. But uh, yeah, okay. So he gives the wood carvings to the kids. They're like, okay, bye-bye.
1: Now, again... Well, no, he everyone, says to the little kids, like, oh, what do you say? And then they all shout something incomprehensible. <laughs> I think it's, well, a couple thank
0: of... you, Uncle Claus, but someone also shared a Merry Christmas or something and like that. And a couple yeah. of the kids
1: are kind of looking around for their parents off, off step. They're <laughs> <Like, "Am I laughs> doing it right. It's just 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 gormless children and this old woman talking about the Vendicums. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet they do. <laughs> yeah, and then quickly on, they correct them later on, we're elves, we're elves. Yeah, like, Don't call us Vendicums, that's, that's offensive. <laughs>
0: Vendicums.
1: Look, did you just make this up or just... What is this? Bendy comes.
0: Uh yeah. But then against everyone's better judgment, uh Claus and his wife, Anya, leave the house and immediately die. <laughs> Just get caught in a stunning and freeze it's, to death. It's fucking horrible. It's exceptionally,
1: it's exceptionally bleak at the beginning. It's like the origin story of Santa is basically a man dies of exposure. <laughs> or and all for the satisfaction of his own ego, right? Because when he's going away from like, the house on his sled, he's like, oh, did you hear their little faces? Did you see how much they love their Uncle Claus? It's like, all right, mate, you're just doing this for yourself, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> for the kids. And you brought your wife along, and now she's dead. Are you happy?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got more upset at the reindeer were dead than those two. But yeah, oh, God. But some people have just said, oh, no, they, they just fell asleep. And then they were transported." No, they
1: died. They no, the rest died. of this film is the fever dream of a dying man. <laughs> yeah. He's just stripped naked in the snow and is wandering about babbling insane nonsense about Vendicums. <laughs> <laughs> and then died. And just screaming, hello, Joe. Into the <laughs> <middle> <laughs> of
0: the giant- oh, we'll, we'll get on to Joe later. He's, he's, a, he's something John. else. Right. But then, yeah. Claus and Anya are resurrected and brought to the North Pole where they're greeted by elves and apparently they've been waiting for a long long time because it's the prophecy that Claus is going to come to them or some shit
1: doesn't make make a lick of fucking sense this bit, I've also written down when the elves turn up, is that Dave Hedgehog yes, it is Dave Hedgehog Hedgehog.
0: (laughs) he doesn't say anything, he just spends the whole movie going like, smiling and nodding his head, he hasn't got a single bit of dialogue. (laughs) yes, Dave Hedgehog uh, and Dudley Moore is Patch in the most unfunniest Dudley Moore performance I've ever seen in my life. He looks like he can't be bothered. So why is
1: he in this <laughs> he film? He, he's got strong, strong whiff of I can't be asked throughout a lot of this film. I mean, this got very culty vibes when they all turn up. They all surround them. and like, we've waited for you. It's like, you think, like, are they going to eat them? <laughs> yeah. Something then the daggers came out. Yeah, is that what's going to happen here? Or are they all commit ritual suicide? Maybe.
0: And then the elf pun start there. I think they said, "Oh, this is going to be good for our self our elf help or some shit like that." Oh, elf, confidence.
1: elf confidence,
0: elf confidence. Right. It. it
1: gives me a feeling of elf confidence. That's one <laughs> <laughs> tick, tick. Uh, so where, are all the, where are all the women elves? That's true. Why they all do? The all only woman Vend- there is Mrs. Claus. Yeah, there's all that Vendi coming. <laughs> yeah, sitting around dirty old elves. <laughs> And the elves are very vague about
0: what's going to happen, so there could be some sinister intent, but they say, like, no, come with us. And then suddenly we sing the Fortress of Solitude. No, sorry, um, uh, the elves' toy shop. (laughs) 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 And then there's a huge part of this beginning bit where they're just having a tour of the toy shop. I thought, this is going on forever. Going on
1: forever. (laughs) But also, why have they made all of these toys? Yeah, because if they've been waiting for it for a hundred years, because I think eventually
0: the prophecy is Santa's going to get there and start delivering the toys so yeah. they've just stocked up early. Oh, he's coming one
1: day, don't worry. And they're like, oh, now we can have Christmas. It's like, well, hold on a minute. Those kids before just said, happy Christmas. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. It's and almost first... like you're just making it up as you go
0: along. This is all shit.
1: Um,
0: and then... Yeah, we've said we've met Patch and he's got
1: ideas to improve everything. because
0: goes, oh, this place should have pipes, you know, pipes, cylinder things. And no one's like, taking any notice of him. Like,
1: pipes. And you're like, I'm, a, I'm a man from the Middle Ages who's just frozen to death with my <laughs> inexplicable American accent. I don't know what a pipe is.
0: And again, this goes back to earlier. Where are they supposed to be at the start? Because I've read something, else, oh, it's meant to be like Norway. It's like, fuck it, isn't it's like this Saint- English accents,
1: American accents. <laughs> I mean, St. Nicholas, the original St. Nicholas, I think was Turkish. Yeah, probably. It's a very different film, though. Completely.
0: Um, and then that's when Santa sees all these toys. He said, what am I supposed to do with them? He's like, oh, wait well, you're going to deliver them to all the girls and boys over the world. He goes, oh, well, I've never have time to do all that. He goes, oh, but you are immortal. I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. This poor bastard. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> They're stuck here for eternity
0: yeah. Delivering toys oh, and like to. a slave. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do that. Also, they deal with it very well. You're immortal. Oh, all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, cool. We're immortal. Good, all right. That's good then. And you shall have all the children of the world. That's too many, too, many, too many children. I'm grateful for yeah. shit. There's one in <laughs> <laughs> one.
0: Then Santa goes for a piss in the middle of the night, which I thought was really funny. I'll be mean, right back. Gets out of this bed cupboard thing that he's in with his well. Wife.
1: <laughs> it's the bed little cupboard thing they got. They've got the little peepholes just in the front door, little <laughs> heart shaped peepholes. Uh, dirty elves. <laughs> bed door. <laughs>
0: To come everywhere. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then Patch introduces us to the reindeer, So, in addition to uh, Clauses, their fucking reindeer, life stories, we've got Dancer, Prancer, Comet, Vixen, Dasher, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen. And that pissed me off. I was like, "Where's Rudolph?" I
1: thought he was supposed to be the one. Yeah, they saving. They're saving him for the sequel. <laughs> so wait for you ain't getting a sequel. <laughs> no, and we'll get on to that later. Oh, and he just says at one point of one of the reindeer, he needs a little elf control. That's two. (laughs) Oh, what's wrong with him? More Vendicum. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh,
0: But Pat just got ideas for toys to make, like alarm clocks and and a plate when it's too hot. It whistles. All right. That's something every kid wants.
1: And then... uh... I mean, none of these toys are anything kids want. (laughs) Oh, fucking... What? Maybe in there, maybe in the Middle Ages. Yeah, that's elf. what I've got. The toys do not change from the Middle Ages to the 1980s. People are like, where's my Game Boy? What the fuck is this? <laughs> what a PS5. But no, no. What I've got is a small wooden elf.
0: <laughs> oh, gee, thanks.
1: Anyway, it <laughs> And then Patch is very coy about all this.
0: He's like, well, what what, what are you? Like? What am I supposed to do? He goes, oh, you'll see. <laughs> <I don't laughs> just tell him.
1: Just tell him. Why are you not telling him? Yeah, what's all this Surely, about? Surely, the more he knows now, the more prepared he can be, the
0: better it'll go. Indeed. Oh, and then we get an extended shot again of all the elves making toys, and they work in shifts, so it looks like they oh, share beds, because their names switch around. Someone gets out of the bed, like, do you know how the hygienic that is? Someone could have, yeah. like, farted in that bed or pissed it or whatever. Someone just got get they in they all over it. <laughs> they come everywhere. <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah, they're all, like, <laughs> well, going along, like, all happy happy, lessons, yeah. like toys, dancing goes, around, having a good time. It does go they're on a bit.
1: They're like a bunch of knobs. Any chance they get, Any just chance. having a just... little dance. I mean, yeah, we don't have a bunch don't... of a plot. Should we just draw this out with a lot of dancing? They're all... If they're all immortal, why are they all different ages?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they all the same as saying that they died and got
1: transported to this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... Slaves to some great elder god. So, are you sure this isn't the hell? <laughs> Santa's version of hell
0: uh, Then they decided Santa's new gear and at the moment it's green And then she wants it to be red Now I blame Coca-Cola for this because apparently the original Santa Wore a green outfit and Coca-Cola mm-hmm. Had the jolly old fat man Wearing yeah, it's red quite,
1: stuff It's not quite Coca-Cola so there was, um, oh, it was A popular artist At the time whose name escapes me Created the red look Santa and then Coca-Cola Co-opted it for their branding So it's sort of not right. quite all But they popularised it certainly
0: Guy, yeah. uh, then amongst all the dancing and toy making, we get a Superman looking light in the sky and then the hatch opens and it begins snowing and then they all start dancing some more. Yeah, they
1: have a bit more of a dance. The same bloody piece of music over and over again. Keep get more shots of Dave Hedgehog
0: <laughs> dancing
1: around <him. laughs>
0: I was in the young ones. <laughs> or Dave Hedgehog.
1: Uh, and it's, it's, like, it's, it's got a good cross-section of people from British comedies. So you've got Dave Hedgehog yeah. and then you've got a couple of people from uh, Ain't Our Off, uh, Ain't Heart Hot Mum. And so and you've half got half. Uh, yeah, Chris, uh, it was a uh, uh, Melvin Hayes and Don Estelle from Eight and a Half Hot Mum are in it, and is it's it, like it's, it, these two people from very different parts of British comedy are kind of like butting up against each other.
0: It makes sense. It was all filmed at Pinewood Studios, oh, and when uh, Mrs. Claus Anya is uh, was in Keeping Up Appearances as well.
1: Anyone five foot one or below was considered for a role. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I was gonna know. say something that might be your Smith trivia, so I won't say anything. Uh right, so now Santa's now in his outfit looking like a boss, and it's his first night on the job. The reindeer have all been prepped and they're ready to go, and then suddenly Burgess Meredith
1: turned up for some reason. <laughs> no, Mickey. Get up, <laughs> get up, Shadow, you bum. <laughs> the penguin He's the... the penguin is here. You're carrying, his... carrying his beard for some reason. Why are you doing this? I mean, Burgess Mary- it, Meredith in this looks very, very old. He looks yes. very, very, very old.
0: Yeah, because by this point, he'd been killed off in Rocky because he was very, very old. And then he was yeah. probably just... It's the last couple of roles before he before he went. And then he starts going on about some ancient prophecy, blah, 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 how oh, there was a guy to come here and deliver toys, and now you should be called Santa Claus. But
1: why? <laughs> why? <I don't laughs>
0: why can't you be Claus, But I.
1: But he, he also like none of this has been explained to him before. The prophecy came to pass probably about a year ago. He's been there a while, yeah. and you've not bothered to sit him down and just kind of go through all of this admin. You're waiting till he's literally about to go out. It's like all right, you just go there, and uh, you don't have any choice. And yeah. uh, off you pop. You oh, by the way, you got time travel. That you got that and flight, right? Like you're a good X Men.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no lessons or anything. He just, as you just said, says, "Oh, yeah, time stands, time travels with you," and then off you go, and then. They feed the reindeer some hay with some shitty animation sprinkled into them, and they all eat them, and off I, they go a fly.
1: Bit of crystal meth for the reindeer. And like,
0: <laughs> into the night. Oh, so then Santa flies off with his reindeer with some very Superman-looking effects, very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, we start getting a montage of centuries passing with Santa delivering exactly the same toys over, like, 500 years or whatever. Oh god! And at this point during the montage, we see the introduction of letters to Santa. So kids are writing letters to Santa. They put them by the fireplace. Some reason they get sucked up the chimney and transported to North Pole. But then it doesn't matter. They're sending letters. to so, Oh yeah, can I have a Barbie doll? Can I have a Game Boy? They're just going to be sent that wooden shit they get. It's a <laughs> rocking, rocking horse. In.
1: Yeah, <laughs> rocking horse, rocking horse, rocking horse, rocking <laughs> <laughs>
0: horse. This be cracking off. This is when this horrible little bastard he's commi- committing animal cruelty to some cat, he's not strangling me or something. And then his sister grasps him up the centre and goes, here, guess what my brother did? That cat is... looks well unhappy. He could like... use a puppy, he really was sort of throttling it. Or whatever. And then at this point, this is where Mrs. Claus like, he shouldn't get a present. And then Santa's like, oh, I have an idea,
1: we should have a list of everyone who's naughty and nice. Now I'm going to be checking it twice. <laughs> He, he bends really quickly. He's like, oh no, all children should have a present. He's like, oh, go on. He's like, well, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> I know who wears the trousers around it. Also, music just made me laugh when he kind of cut there. And he's making dinner, except he appears to just be brushing a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing anything with it. He's just running something
0: over it. So like, what we're doing. I didn't, we'll get to it in a bit, but yeah, then he's eating carrots again. So I wonder if it's just the same bit of footage, which went straight to the next scene. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Santa's been eating cookies because that's now become a tradition for people to leave cookies out for him, which is weird because when I was a kid growing up, my dad told me that Santa liked beer and crisps and like those being left <laughs>
1: <out>. <laughs> Yeah, my dad said he liked keep <clears throat> out of the pint.
0: <laughs> Box <of Benson> Edges. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, then one of the elves
0: starts reading the classic poem Towards the Night Before Christmas. And then Santa gets all offended when he's fat-shaped because there's a there when he says having a, a, <laughs> a belly that shakes like a big bowl of jelly.
1: Like, also, it, says, it says a little round belly. It doesn't say morbidly obese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are going to die. No, wait, you already are dead. I two diabetes. It's... <laughs> also, he's not markedly fatter than he was at the beginning.
0: No, because the next scene exactly the same. Mrs. Claus puts him on a diet, and he's eating like that carrot you were talking about, a bit of celery. But for the rest of the film, he's still the same size. (laughs) He's neither put on weight nor lost it.
1: I assume being immortal, he can't lose weight or put on weight. It's got to be right. He can't because if you're immortal, you just don't change. Otherwise, you just get progressively fatter. Exactly, but no whatever he's
0: put on this diet which doesn't do anything and now we're in the 20th century or uh, present day which is what 1985 new york and uh it's the same shit toys <laughs> they're of kids opening the same crappy toys instead of opening the 1980s toys that you just dis- dis- uh described earlier on uh at this <laughs> point
1: <laughs> what a transformer what did you get fucking rocket ops <laughs> again every year every year, every <laughs> every fucking year. primary colors it's awful <laughs>
0: Uh, and at this point, Santa's getting really tired and he needs help going forward, so he needs an assistant. So at this point, we get like Hatch has conveniently made this snow globe that when he turns upside down, it looks so nice, it dissolves into New York. Uh, and that's probably where the rest of the film is now going to take place.
1: Oh, this um, is yeah, just like, even this one, we, in that previous scene, we just had a uh, I don't lack elf assurance, us <laughs> three. I gave
0: up counties. Well, I'm glad you kept track of them. Motherfucker more. <laughs> God. Uh, right, and then we see a drunken Santa on the side of the road, like ringing a bell and collecting money, and then he's pocketing the money and drinking booze at the same time. I was like, yeah, that's the Santa I'm used to. And then, that's the, one who's especially like <laughs> the one who looks suspiciously like my dad, the one who likes Christmas beer. And yeah, um, yeah. And then we meet Joe at this point. I'm like, wait, okay. So is Joe supposed Whoa, to be girl. a homeless orphan, or is he from the orphanage, or is he from like a workhouse, or or I think a children's home?
1: I think he's it's, a ragamuffin.
0: Right, he's a ragamuffin. Because he doesn't look any different, like from yeah yeah year. he's still wearing the
1: same shitty clothes and doesn't age. <laughs> <But>, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get any older. That is the problem with this film, is like you can only have it really take place over twelve months, otherwise you're gonna run into real problems. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Um and then yeah, Joe's like trying to keep warm and, and at this he's ashamed of that sand that's across the road they're getting drunk and all that sort of thing and then at this point we meet Cornelia so she's a rich girl who looks oh, at him across oh my god <laughs> horrible name horrible haircut just, just dreadful and yeah she's a rich girl she's watching from her window and she's got a really awful nanny who's looking after her is it a big old encouragement and supportive she's like get back to doing your own work otherwise your step uncle will be angry it's like, what is a step uncle please someone explain to me the logistics of a step
1: uncle <laughs> It's removed enough that we don't mind when he comes to an unfortunate end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a shit.
0: Uh, yeah, and then well, yeah, then Patch is really desperate to be the assistant that uh, Santa needs, and he's going to prove his worth. And who, who's the other one? Puffy, I think, is the other one. The other elf yeah, wants to be that's, the assistant.
1: That's oh, Melvin Hayes. Melvin Hayes. Yeah. Um. So yeah,
0: Patch devises this machine that's just going to churn toys out at some alarming rate, but because he's
1: doing that <laughs> toys are all shoddy. Century. We're still making bollocks, but wooden bollocks. <laughs> just a, a lot quicker. Century. Also, that that machine wouldn't work at all. No. No. <laughs> Awful. It's called Patch's Toys.
0: Uh, so they're competing to prove their worth, and Patch's Toys are rubbish. Uh, and then Patch gets the job, even though he's a shoddy worksman. <laughs> 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 and then, We get our first bit of product placement. Oh, look, (laughs) lovely McDonald's. I
1: said, cut to a McDonald's ad. (laughs)
0: It's actually what it is. And it's all shots so these people eating burgers. Like, mm, oh, yeah. Amazing. Wonderful. I mean, it's, the
1: thing, it's, the thing is, everybody's eating something different. Like Someone's eating fries. Someone's eating burgers. Someone's eating McNuggets. They're like, oh, look, look at all of the stuff. <laughs> so the woman eating the woman eating fries in it is eating fries in the weirdest way I've ever seen anyone eat fries. She's like shoveling them into her mouth two-handed. you She's never eaten before. Yeah, so like she's like unhinged her jaw and it's just scramming chips into her face. I don't know. Don't you ever get like that when you've been out of the piss and you're hungry? <laughs> this is true. Yeah, just <laughs> but more, mine is more like a fistful. I just like
0: fistful <laughs> of fries. <laughs> oh, then we get Joe looking through the window, looking really hungry, but that's Dirty fine. people licking his lips, <laughs> yeah. licking the window, uh, <laughs> and then we get. Up back to Cornelia's house, and the nanny's being horrible again. She's like, oh, eat your dinner," or your step uncle's gonna find out, or some shit. But they... learn your Latin verbs. <laughs> oh, that was We're it, rich. Yeah. We're rich. <laughs> Everyone must know Latin. Uh, and then Cornelia makes Joe a plate of food because, again, he's looking through the window like some sort of
1: pervert. Uh, and <laughs> he needs he's... dirty paper. I kind of get the feeling of these kids in it. The, 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 something about the plotline suggests they probably should have been about four or five years older than they are. It's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, because it's a bit like on jago's We've been seeing a lot of each other, actually. I was like, I was like are you like 10? 10? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you You're like 15. That might be all right. <laughs> but <laughs> Cornelia she, makes... goes, she calls him. She goes, Hey, boy. <laughs> boy, come here. Like Great expectation just puts his food down on the floor and then shuts the door, <laughs> bitch. With a can he of made, product placement. With a lucky I put down. She's made him a plate of food with a nice big can of product placement Coca-Cola <laughs> to wash it down with.
1: He's <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> but he drinks it. He, he takes it and runs off. He's like, oh, I'm going to go and eat my food by this bin. <laughs> it's by a bin. It's all he's doing. Eat somewhere else, you idiot. Oh, God. No, I can't eat in so I have the smell of bins in my <laughs> Oh,
0: he's used to it, he probably sleeps in it.
1: Right. going to Grouch.
0: Anyway, anyway, come on. Uh, then we get to a scene where it's Christmas Eve again and Santa's delivering presents to New York. Would you believe it? <laughs> well. And then, just coincidentally, Santa's going on about, oh, no
1: boy should be unhappy on Christmas Eve. Oh, look, there's a boy unhappy down there on <laughs> Christmas Eve. What's <laughs> this? Homelessness, but well, I've never. <laughs> like, where have you been? Well, he's dead. He's home I in utopia. Like, no, like, no child should ever be unhappy during Christmas. Like, Mate, you were alive during the Irish potato famine. You know that's <laughs> not true.
0: <laughs> you were delivering kids shit toys in the snow and
1: you died in the snow. That's quite you unhappy. Know, everyone's unhappy. Most people are unhappy. If anything, one oh. boy being slightly homeless is probably not the end of the world. Exactly. And
0: then. Yeah, Santa spots Joe. He goes down to him, and Joe's been like, "Hey, what are you doing, you guys? They ain't beat it here." Eh. <laughs> that kid cannot act. Like be, he's awful. No, he's they're awful. Both, they're both terrible. Cornelia and Joe are both terrible. And then Santa's like, "Oh, we'll come with me." And then he shows him where his sleigh is.
1: Well, he teleports him up to the roof, and Joe's like, "All right,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's That's probably right." right with yeah, it. Fine, yeah. And he's like, "Have yeah. you ever been on a sleigh before?" He's like, "I've never been on a plane before." <laughs> and I, I was expecting him to be like, "You ever seen a girl, man?" naked? <laughs> 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 instantly I just thought the airplane joke <laughs> Oh, but yeah but Joe's absolutely accepted this oh you're the real sender it's all true oh yeah I'd love to go on this this sleigh yeah what a wonderful opportunity cool <laughs> and off they
1: also, go is talking absolute bullshit and he's like oh time travels with you no it doesn't time is clearly passing yeah, so <laughs> does that 10 minutes talking to this kid in New York so does that mean that Joe hasn't
0: aged for the last 10 minutes or something because he's been absorbed as part of this time travel oh,
1: maybe that's why Joe doesn't get any older <laughs> ah yes! Ah, there you go. Oh, very cleverly
0: written. There you go. Smart. That was well smart. All right. So yeah, Santa takes Joe on a magical adventure to deliver presents with him, and they attempt, for plot reasons, the super duper looper, which essentially I'm just sure. doing a three sixty loop in space. Sure, won't
1: come back at any point during the end of the film.
0: <laughs> no, no. I mean, he was like, "Oh, we didn't get it. Maybe we will get it another time."
1: Hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm sure uh, no situation will arise when using this particular move will come in handy, although actually will be entirely impractical. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and then it was because I don't know Donna couldn't quite do it or some shit. So what about all the other reindeer? Why are you just putting all the blame on him, Don- Donna the prick? Oh, that's reason no one likes
1: him. <laughs> Look at him oh. up there. He thinks he's the shit, <laughs> but he's not. Donna. <laughs> uh, they oh, a kebab. Joke.
0: Yes, what my wife says. She went, no, no I like the command. You? Yes, yes, exactly <laughs> yeah, like that. Like yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how he ends up.
0: And then Santa lets Joe take the, the say, which is completely irresponsible. So you're going to kill them both. He's just said he's, <laughs> he's... never even
1: been on a plane before. Yeah, exactly, let alone. <laughs>
0: oh, And then he starts saying, like, oh, if you write him a letter, he'll bring you a present. And then Joe's like, oh, I never believed. And Santa's like, oh, but I'm sure Joe's going to believe in Santa now. Well he's met him.
1: It'd be us yeah. not to. Unless again it is some sort of crystal meth bender. It could be that it's just one man in the woods. In the I liked the beginning, like the beginning where, where where he first met Joe and he was like, Oh, it's like a, a uh was it a horse and buggy? He's like what year do you think it is?
0: <laughs> <Well, laughs> or still. He's got no idea. Yeah. That's why he keeps delivering shit presents, because he's not keeping with the times. Uh, then they conveniently go to Cornelia's house. Mm, how convenient of all the houses they're going to deliver to. Uh, she wakes
1: I'm... up immediately. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's not like they'll make the load of racket downstairs. They'll be quite quiet. quiet. Um, yeah, Cornelia... Joe, <laughs> Probably. Smelly Joe. But... Smelly <laughs> Joe. Henceforth, <laughs> well, you should be Smelly Joe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> smelly Joe the ragamuffin. Well, if Claus has got to be called Santa Claus, it's his helper, Smelly Joe.
1: <laughs> oh, less offensive than Black Pete. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Moving on. Yeah, uh, sorry, so Cornelia finds, finds her and they will introduce themselves, and then Santa says, Oh, I'll just leave you here then.
1: Why? <laughs> Santa's third wheel in it. You're going to get Joe arrested. he's just like, um, Hello, I'm also here. <laughs> I'm Santa. He's like, No, 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 we're talking. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then he gets out of here and touches his nose, which apparently makes you disappear up the chimney or some shit.
1: It's when Joe says, What a guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much terrible dialogue in this. Oh, God. Uh, oh, oh, no, but before he goes, he did say that he'll promise to see Joe next year on Christmas. He's like, Oh, you mean it? <laughs> he was like, Santa doesn't lie.
1: <laughs> I mean, he might. But Don't, but don't tell your parents. <laughs> That's lying
0: oh dear right then what happens oh yeah at this point we get the shot of it's post Christmas I know it must be Boxing Day on the 27th but all the kids toys are all like falling apart in the street <laughs> and then one kid loses control of like his little tray pulley thing that he's he's pulling along <laughs> he goes on a road and a bus runs it over
1: <laughs> the funniest one for me was when the little girl came off her bike and the dad just boots in at the street Ugh, these shoddy toys <laughs> oh my god and
0: it's all convenient that about five or six children all at once at the same era's toys all fell
1: apart at the same time. It's all the toys that have mysteriously appeared under the I never understand this in films where Santa really exists. What what do the adults think is going on? Like where are these wooden toys that like, you'd remember buying something that crap because it's the kind of thing you'd get at like a gas station at midnight the night before you got like, shot in by the kids something? Oh look a wooden toy. Some <laughs> <St>. Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> 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 and, a, and a hair freshener shaped
0: like Christmas tree <laughs> <laughs> the thing is as well like I've never understood this is Santa the one supposed to deliver presents because my parents used to feed us the bullshit of oh we get you presents but Santa also does and you get like two lots of presents like
1: hmm. you get like one, you get one that's like from Santa which in this universe would work except then when people say they don't believe in Santa was like, where do you think that came from that shoddy toy that fell apart where did it come from exactly. doesn't make any sense no sense and then straight after those
0: shitty toys have been destroyed, we cut to immediately some bullies beating up Joe. <laughs>
1: this is my <for> son! <laughs> like, no, he's a lovely man. It's like shut up. So, how did this Smelly even happen? Joe.
0: Did Smelly Joe go around telling everyone that Santa's my mate, and when they got shitty presents, they're like, right? <laughs> <Which would've> <laughs> Makes no ah. sense. And the same thing happens to Cornelia. She's a ballerina practice, because why wouldn't she? She's rich. And then some girls start giving her shit. And then Cornelia slaps one on the arm. Because I guess she couldn't smack her around the
1: face. Well it's because that old girl's like, You haven't got any parents. <laughs> it's like, well, oh, that's pretty, oh. That's pretty rough. <laughs> this is escalating from shit to do you haven't got any parents? This is horrible. Uh, apparently what I mean, the reason why she doesn't have any sorry, go on. No, no, you go first. I oh, said so the reason he doesn't have any parents and neither does Joe because at the end it makes the kidnapping look <laughs> far less subjective. Oh,
0: yeah, that was a questionable <laughs> ending, wasn't it? But yeah, I was going to say one of those girl bullies at the ballerina school is apparently Daphne, the wrestler from TNA and WCW. So could oh, be bullshit. Really? That's just what I read. It, it Yeah, apparently it's her. Oh,
1: I'll have a look at that. I don't know.
0: There you go. So then people start sending their toys back to Santa. I'm like, how? Are they just putting them by their fireplace like they do with the letters because then suddenly there's an influx of broken toys that fly back to the North Pole. And Santa's like, oh, well, good gracious, this has never happened. Oh, maybe we should set a statement we... out. Send a statement out. What are we talking
1: about? <laughs> You're not a toy shop. Just get, the, just get the old elf to come along. Early on, he was like, oh, everyone in the sound of my voice, plus everyone on earth understands this. It's like, well, then just get him to say that. Just get him to say something. Oi, Burgess, come here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well,
0: there was time they're... now. <laughs> but yeah, the shit toys come in an abundance. Uh, Patch is ashamed that his toys are shit. So he steps down as an assistant and then it goes to Puffy, I believe. Um, and then, yeah, you just see Patch being all upset, saying goodbye to the reindeer. The reindeer, by the way, look pretty cool. For animatronic reindeer, they don't look too bad. Um, yeah they're fine they're fine for the time well, but this there, like cries as patch hugs him and says goodbye and then you see I back... mean he
1: says goodbye for like five solid minutes it's like Jesus Christ oh. <laughs> God. somewhere Peter Cook's rolling in his grave <laughs> Peter Cook had died by this point he was like 95 I think yeah he, he just likes to sleep in a grave <laughs> <laughs> he did like to drink that man yeah <laughs> when, you're, when you're that drunk you just sleep where you can <laughs> exactly
0: then we get a shot of Patch leaving the Fortress of Solitude with his napkin on a
1: stick and just walk along looking all sad. Oh, Santa doesn't yes. like me anymore. Oh. Just walks out into the world to die of exposure. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, die of exposure.
0: How are you walking out of the Fortress of Solitude? How does that send you to New York? <laughs> don't explain that whatsoever. <laughs> or did he just eat a load of pixie dust and just flew there or something? I don't know. Uh, then, finally, after one hour and one minute, we finally see John Lithgow. So this is the moment we've all been waiting for. somebody the keep... film takes off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally. Seriously, um, if you could just cut his scenes together and just watch that, it's he is fucking brilliant in this film. Yeah, he's having a whale of a time, which is
0: weird, because apparently he was ashamed of this role. But yeah, he looks like oh, he's having bro, a whale right of there. a time. <laughs> uh, so his name is BZ, and he's a toy guru giant. I know he owns his own factory and stuff, but it looks like he's being sued by the district attorneys for making really dangerous toys. But this is making sense because one of them demonstrates how flammable this doll is. He puts a cigarette onto it. It's like, well, most things set on fire when you put a cigarette it's next like to it.
1: He's putting a cigarette on it. It's <laughs> like, look, if I put if I put this cigarette on my child, it hurts them. <laughs> the moral of the story is don't smoke. But he does make some sort of like, I
0: said cigarette smoke was bad <laughs> for Half, And then <laughs> there's, there's a panda They ripped the end of it. There's a load of broken glass and nails in it. How did they even get in there? Really, really shoddy workmanship,
1: um, and then yeah, he gets told. This is the point where it becomes a completely different film. Like it just like, becomes like it's just tonally so different from everything that's gone before. Up to this point, it's been kind of boring and straight faced and a bit dour and a bit oh god, get on with it, a bit saccharine, just a bit ah yeah. Oh, yeah. And then suddenly it's just a comedy now. <laughs> yeah, completely. And then Santa. I only for like the scene Santa... in, and then whiplash to Santa, and it's all so yeah.
0: sad. But that's just it, because by this point, Santa takes a back seat now and he's not really the focus anymore. It's more about Joe, Cornelia and BZ, oh, and Patch. And yeah, Santa's just in the back and be like, no, oh, no one cares about Christmas anymore, man. whatever.
1: At what, what point did anyone say that?
0: Shut up, Santa. He
1: gets really depressed for no reason. He's like, oh, I don't have any friends. Like, You've got all those elves. Yeah. And all, all those, those shitty elves. toys
0: that got sent back. It was Patch's fault, so why are you taking it personally? It's fault. <laughs> oh. But yeah, BZ's told because he's got dangerous toys he needs to pull all these toys off the shelves. Now, Conveniently, Patch has shown up in New York because why not? And happens to stand outside the BZ toy shop and mistakes all the toys being taken off the shelf as oh, these are really popular toys, they're really selling. So, this I want to get in on this as well. Uh, and then, yeah, I think that's the shot where BZ goes in his office and we have all the hilarity of Patch being like, Oh, I'm an elf, now I'm over here. Now I'm over here. <laughs> here,
1: we, <laughs> here, we get, here we get, here we get. Isn't it elf explanatory? Four heaven helps those who help their elf. Five. An entirely elf taught six, three in one scene. Also, there's a bit where John Lithgow goes to him, Hey, Junior, It's like he is markedly older than you, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> not nearly 60 at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And then
0: during all that, um, Pat suggested, Look, I've got an idea that you know, I could bring a new toy to you, and it would bring. Happiness to children and that sort of thing, and he uses the lines: "If you get, if you give extra kisses, you get extra hugs." So I'm like, um,
1: okay yeah. was <laughs> if you give the best kisses, you get extra hugs? Something I mean, like that. And so, I mean, is that what Mrs. Claus has been telling you? Maybe that's where all the coming's coming yeah. on. <laughs> Mrs. Claus and all those randy little vending gums.
0: Oh dear, Mrs. Claus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's then, a great time,
0: jeez <laughs> Um, and then the first patch suggests that, oh no we're just going to give this new idea that I've got for free and he's like for free
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny but then he realises well if he does do something like that it's a market employee or repair his reputation and then they can make money off it
1: in the future so this is what? sorry The a bit where he has this brilliant line really what do you mean you don't believe in centicles well never bought me anything well maybe you're on the list. well oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I was now an angel <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: So many scenes of him just doing an evil laugh. Uh, And then Patch comes up with an idea to make uh, a lollipop that will make you float. Not a toy. Not a toy. Not
1: a toy. In any any use of the definition, not a toy.
0: And it all gets very confusing for me because I'm like, hang on, you're creating this lollipop which you're going to deliver yourself for free to be under kids' Christmas trees in the morning, but then... Then people are going to want more of that, and then they go out and buy it because then BC, BC yeah. later on starts going, Oh, the money, we're printing it, oh, money is coming in. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So, how are you making money for what you're it for free? It's not really explained, but I presume it's no no, no,
1: no, no, it is. No, it is. It's, it's. They give the first one for free, and then it's, it's a bit like crack. You give the first one for free. <laughs> <laughs> then, in three months at Christmas, too, you present a new one oh, that no, but- you make people pay for.
0: No, but before Christmas, too, they're even talking about how they've made loads of money. I don't know whether they... Yeah, because
1: the... the orders will be coming in pre-orders.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, fine. Yeah. This is it's, it's basic business. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I was never good at business. <laughs> business. Um, so this business. lollipop... Business! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this lollipop is called the puce for something. And then it's like, oh, we can make a liquid one called puce juice. Oh,
1: it sounds horrible. <laughs> I, I, I want not tell The colour the color is puce.
0: Oh, okay. It's a colour, it's a shade of pink. All right. All right. I like this, your but... word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then at this point we cut to Santa's carving Joe uh, a present, and he's the wooden carving of Patch, and he's like, he's never had a present, and he's making it, he's like, I'm pretty sure he'd prefer a BMX bike or something like that. Why does yeah, he want this he... shitty wooden ornament?
1: Where's he going to put it? He has got a house. He's got to carry this big lump of wood yeah. around him in his jacket.
0: Or if someone starts at him in New York, he just clobber him with it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then we get patches on TV advertising the free lollipop with sexy women elves dancing <laughs> around, and I don't know whether it's supposed to be because he's an inexperienced actor, or what. Or, you know, he's just going, "Yes, buy this, it's free. You'll find it under your tree." Or is it just Dudley Moore can't be it's asked? Dudley
1: Moore like, can't be asked.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: regretting making this,
0: buddy. And then we're told that the step-uncle of Cornelia is here. And would you believe it? It's BZ.
1: <laughs> Quack tomb. Which is slightly ruined by the fact that you hear his voice before. He turns around in the chair and it's clearly John Lithgow going, Come in, mother."
0: And if you look carefully, throughout Cornelia's houses, there are a few framed photos of BZ. So you, if you were paying attention, you'd have spotted that earlier. But yes, you're right. That was a shit reveal. <laughs>
1: Uh, and he just literally just does an evil laugh for no reason. He's just goes, <laughs> Did something sinister happen
0: after that, what?
1: You are not know your homework,
0: did you? And then, uh, then what happens? Santa sees that advert on TV, because apparently they've got tellies now at the North Pole, and he, he's all sad about it. I'm like, well, what are you Why? sad about? That you've got Why? competition, or you've lost your mate? Like, what's what's, what's the problem?
1: He's like, oh... Somebody else is making toys. That's been happening for a while, mate. <laughs> yeah, have you ever been to Toys R Us? Wait, wait till you see the Teddy Ruxpin. The fucker talks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that toy was boss. Awesome.
1: I've got, I've got an old like grandpa bear. He's, this is an old Teddy oh, Ruxpin.
0: If you're watching on you video, Smith showing a teddy bear right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> you still sleep with it? Oh, <laughs> uh, then Patch just had the Patchmobile made. and flies off to deliver the free lollipops. Very Thunderbird style. I found like a ramp, but it zooms out and flies How away. How does he
1: deliver them all in one night? Yeah. I don't I, fly with them. That's true. That that,
0: <laughs> Or oh, maybe it's only the New York kids who get the free lollipop. I don't know. No, no I think he just said, oh, no, because he wanted to advertise on every TV channel across the world. So, yeah, that was his grand plan, to deliver all the lollipops
1: to all over the world. I did, actually. I did look up the, the line that the, the, the elderly elf says to Santa at the beginning, and it's the night of the world is a passage of endless night for you. That's really dark.
0: <laughs> yeah. Considering he just died earlier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> a recurring nightmare uh, then what happens yeah, then it's New- uh, Christmas Eve again Santa's delivering the presents at the same time that Patch is delivering those lollipots he sees Joe like hey yo what's it going you guys and then uh, Joe's like yeah I'm your powerful life like, oh, what? he's you he's guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> then
0: Santa gives Joe that shitty wooden carve and he loves it he's like ah oh, gee thanks, excellent
1: I mean you're giving it you're giving him more of a performance than he did his exact line really was ah oh, gee thanks
0: Excellent. Uh, I don't fucking want it. Oh, you have just been polite. Uh, Joe says that him and Cornelia have been seeing a lot of each other, which is a bit weird. Uh, and then they fly, <laughs> they fly away uh, on the on the sleigh.
1: And when he says that, what he means is he's been peeping through her window more,
0: and she's been giving him tidbits of
1: food every now and again. And she's, been t- and she's taken out a restraining order. <laughs> oh, and they call it "serve if you can't find me. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Uh,
0: then it's Christmas morning. Cornelia's playing around with the piano that Santa gave her and she's not interested in a free lollipop, so the nanny eats He's it and starts to flying a around. Fucking piano. <laughs> exactly, What should do that crappy little thing for. Uh, but the nanny eats the lollipop starts floating around like, well,
1: I said it's like Mary Poppins with more sex noises. <laughs> <laughs> also, she's like, oh, do you want the lolly? And she's like, no, I don't. Is like, Why not?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's never really explained. Did she? Oh, because she... Oh, she probably knows it came from her
1: uncle's and ass. So, yeah, yeah. She, she, she laughs at her nanny floating around. I was like, you, you wouldn't laugh at that. You'd lose your shit. If <laughs> someone just started flying in front of you, you'd lose your mind. <laughs> Stop throwing holy water and crosses at them. Also, uh, they they have the ugliest fucking Christmas tree. I don't know what that thing that's was. That's with. It's it enormous. Just covered know, it's covered in, like, cobwebs, cobwebs yeah. over
0: it. It's enormous. Um, there will be shots of kids flying around after eating their lollies. There's ones playing basketball. There's a little shit stealing from the cookie jar. There's a girl walking along with a very young kicker. you're cute. Like, Wait, what? Are you his babysitter? What? what? Fr- what? <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> uh, then we get a press conference for BZ toys and he wants to create Christmas
1: tour on the <laughs>
0: 25th of March. But Pat's like, no, I just want to come home. He's like, Santa likes me now. I was like, how do you so, know that?
1: At this point he says, it's elf explanatory that like, you've already said that joke.
0: <gasps> it, wasn't <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: ago. it wasn't funny then. And that's the seventh one. Seventh. Seventh. <laughs>
0: And I said as well, Christmas 2. What, you mean Easter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also Christmas
1: 2. Why'd you have it in March? You'd have it in June. Yeah, exactly.
0: And there was, I'm presuming we could do Christmas 3 in June, Christmas 4 in September, or I don't know, whatever.
1: Christmas classic.
0: Yeah. Uh, this time, BZ wants to create a super candy cane that's more powerful than lollipops. Like, oh, you're asking for trouble. <laughs> and then we just get more shots of Santa being all dejected that nobody cares it's... about Christmas anymore. Like,
1: Where are you getting this from? <laughs> You've seen our old dickhead. Well, it doesn't revolve around you, mate. <laughs> you shitty it's wooden ma- toys. Fucking, fucking March.
0: No one he's cares on, about you. He's like, oh, this BZ's a smart fella. Well, I owe, you know, I owe him some credit. Well, yeah, he's a businessman. <laughs> you're not. You're an and idiot just, because maybe toys maybe went are free. I'm,
1: he's a, maybe I'm just an old fool. And Mrs. Claus goes... <laughs> just not <looks> at <laughs> him. It's like, I think you maybe should have had a line there. She says no in there. Just gentle nodding in agreement of like, yes, you are an old fool, a dead old fool in a snow ditch in the Middle <laughs> Ages. Oh, bleak. Uh, then we get <laughs> Joe
0: goes to see Cornelia in the rain for some reason, and she puts him in the basement for some reason. She goes, oh, well, you'll be all right, right was... down there. Like, He's sick. Why are you putting him in
1: the basement? There's <laughs> a bit which says there's a room in the basement, by which she means the basement. <laughs> Also, I said, oh, yeah I saw a room in a basement he gets down there and it's just like a tiled room with a chair nailed to the floor in the middle and then she <laughs> clobs him from behind turns out she's like a prolific serial killer of young three boys
0: and nobody saw Smelly Joe ever again <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then we get Patches creating candy canes but he's really not happy about it he's like, hmm this bit made those days back at the North Pole one of the elves brings Santa a doll that pisses itself and he's just kind of not impressed I'm Like, hang on did the elves create that, or did they get like a sample of something they're selling in the real world and brought it here? But whatever, what is Santa's like, take
1: it away. It, I'm not impressed. It's just, it wets. And it's like, that's a disgusting way of putting it for a start. It's made me feel kind of <laughs> gross. And secondly, it's made of cloth. So no, it doesn't. No. <laughs> no, that's no way that would work. It's just a wet doll. You've got a wet, piss-soaked doll that you're expecting Santa to give to children. Oh. Although
0: my wife would say those toys Absolute were... Puffy. were yeah, fuck off, Puffy. No, my wife was telling me those dolls were very popular when they were kids. Like, you know,
1: what, what oh, you themselves? yeah, my sister had one. Why sister sister had one? It's Made a pla- but it's made of plastic.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, not put made water of, water of in the cotton. Back and then was it? Wetter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How is this possible? Um, then what happens? Then we get BZ's assistant Towser comes to Cornelia's house where BZ is currently staying, and then this is where BZ starts announcing about his evil plan to take over Christmas. But what? for Christmas and a living Santa like, since when was Santa a threat to you <laughs> what's <this> all about <laughs> Santa's a non-profit organisation <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason Cornelia
1: Joe and he's dropping and then Joe gets kidnapped and so taken away or, or what I like, put this kid on ice like, that means kill <laughs> <laughs> don't kill the kid put a bullet in his head and put him in the freezer
0: um, then tells us, tells awards Beesy about the dangers of the candy because apparently they explode next to the heat. So presumably, when it's at the North Pole, it's fine, but when they're next to radiators or whatever, they'll blow up. And then Beezy doesn't care at all because he's getting millions of dollars. And this is the bit when he's telling him, "Ah, Damn it, man! Stop making me say short sentences and make me say ah oh, oh, like a moron." <laughs> and then tells replies with "Ah, oh. uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that
1: was actually really funny. More product um, placement. <laughs>
0: Yeah, with perhaps uh, Blue Ribbon beer that they were drinking. Oh, yeah, that's a nice beer, actually. So that's our third product placement. Nice (laughs) piss. I like it. Um, Yeah, but then once they reveal that those candy canes are going to blow up, then he's such an evil bastard. He's like, it's fine. Welcome to Brazil. I have millions of dollars. And then let Patch take the fall. Oh, you really are an evil shit. You've gone from just being greedy to being an absolute monster. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Then At this point, Cornelia's heard all of this, even though Joe's been kidnapped. She writes a letter to Santa before calling the cops.
1: Santa will help <laughs> yeah.
0: and then she said Santa saying oh, Joe's been kidnapped and then that's when Santa receives the letter and it's up to him to save the, uh, the day but he's only got two less reindeer oh no because the other two reindeer are sick however would he do it with six reindeer
1: as it turns out not a problem not really uh, at all it's, yeah, no it's just fine everything works
0: <laughs> Yeah. then Patch finds Joe held hostage in the factory because that's where putting him on ice apparently was just putting him where someone could find him <laughs> uh, and then we have this whole hoo But you're not Santa's best friend. I am. I am. And then he sees that wooden thing that Santa made. Um, Joe just oh. carrying in his big pocket, as you would, instead of carrying the guy tried to kidnap him with it. But yeah, and then he was like, "He's tiny a brain, someone." <laughs> and then, and then Patch is like, "Oh, he really does like me.
1: Why? Because this wooden statue vaguely resembles you." Well, as he refers to it, it's my elf portrait. That's eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Here's the uh, last one. Here's the last one, but good lord. None of them are funny. He does enough. He does enough.
0: Santa arrives at Cornelia's house, but it's too late. Joe and Patch are already in the Patchmobile. They're flying back to uh, the North Pole. Oh, no, their car might explode. It's terrible. Let <laughs> me <laughs> get a shot of Santa giving chase to Patchmobile. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and then it's great. <laughs> The cops arrive at BC's, uh, it's his office, isn't it? It's not Cornelia's house. It's at his office. Yeah. And then he realises he's done for. So he just eats a load of those candy canes and jumps out the window before going like, <laughs> and then he jumps out the window and just floats away. I'm like, shit, where's he going?
1: <laughs> he's, uh, I think he's in this film for a solid 10 minutes. But he makes it work. Combined screen time. Yeah. Even him and Heath Ledger's Joker have the most yeah. impact on the film in such a short period of time.
0: Yeah. No Oscar for John Lithgow for this. Um, at which point, then the patchmobile explodes. But then that's fine because now they're going to try out the Super Duper Looper from earlier. I would you believe it? They managed to do it, and they managed to catch Joe and Patch right time. Why they couldn't just fly underneath the race? Well, Why did they have to do the Super Duper like,
1: Looper? Oh, it's the Super Duper Looper. It's the only way. It's like, it's it's not the only way because what you have to do is go past them to go over and back on yourself away from them again to come back under them slightly later than you already were directly under them. So if anything, you're just showboating your fat brick. It's not the only way. There are oh. other ways. Also, when the car explodes, they fly apart from each other and then back together again. <laughs> <laughs> don't really loose loose grasp of physics.
0: <laughs> That's fine, that that magic pixie does shit. Uh yeah, they get caught by Santa, it's all fine, and then they go back to the North Pole, and then, for some reason, Cornelia and Joe were just like, hey, how about we just live here? And Santa's like, oh, okay, why not? (laughs) And then the elves just start dancing
1: around. Let's all have a dance like a bunch of nobs. (laughs) I
0: was like, hang on a minute, isn't Cornelia's nanny going to notice that she's gone missing? No one cares about Smelly Joe, so that's fine, right, but what about (laughs) Cornelia?
1: She'll be, she'll be on the side of milk cartons for the next year until she turns back up again. And she'll be like, oh, I was living with Santa for a year and that's, you know, that's her in an institution. <laughs> exactly.
0: And what are they going to make her do there? She's going to have to be like the elves, like slaves, like making toys. They're not just going to let her sit around watching that shit-looking telly that they've got. They'll put her to good work. <laughs> oh, and then the final shot we get is BZ floating up into space, not suffocated, mind. She's <laughs> like, oh, no, someone get me down. It <laughs> just floats away. He's dead. He's <laughs> dead. And then, yeah, credits. And then,
1: that uh, it's Christmas song, and that oh, was awful, it that song as well. That song yeah. is awful. Yeah, it really oh. gets on your nerves, oh, didn't it just?
0: Ah, oh, so yeah, that was Santa Claus the movie. So, right then, let's let's rewind back. You said you watched mm. it many times as a five six year old. What did you love about it or hate about it back then?
1: Christmas. I loved Christmas. <laughs> And um, that's about it, as far as I can recall. I just liked the fact that it was a film about Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, yep, that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I can say that. What, what kid wouldn't, at five, six, you know, a big, happy, Ooh, bright, match shiny lights? Film. Yeah, Santa. Yeah. He's a kind man. He's giving toys. They're going
1: on adventure on a sleigh. Yeah, it's five, six. I don't know what plot is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so presumably you didn't hate anything about it then, because you were too young and probably just enjoying Santa being on screen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think well, I think not. even as a even as a six year old, I didn't like Dudley Moore. <laughs> I've never liked Dudley Moore. I don't understand Dudley Moore. I, I don't get. I mean, Derek Clive isn't funny. It's yeah. just two men swearing, and then his later stuff, where he's kind of all family friendly, is all just terrible. And yeah. I don't get the love. But hey,
0: no, but hey. Um, I mean, I hadn't seen it enough to love or hate it. I think I think I just remember the key scenes. So the key scenes I remember was John Lithgow floating away at the end. Yep, uh, yep, that's it. Giving chase. Um, right at the end, well, that's probably the literally the two scenes, and I think maybe a little bit at the start, just when he was establishing Santa So the
1: little bit of the start, of the establishing sense, that's the bit I always get mixed up with Scrooge.
0: Ah, oh, when they're on the because the, they're the bit, they start, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I can understand that. Uh, so yeah, so so we've now watched <laughs> oh! it, as adults, and not drunk. What do we love no. or hate
1: about it now? What did I love about it now, John? Mm. Let's go. What do they hate about it now? Everything else. <laughs> I mean... It's so fucking weird. Same, Why does it, it exist? It doesn't have a plot. Well, it doesn't need to exist. There's, there's no made-up stuff about... But what are you doing? <laughs> oh, it's such a
0: weird film. It really is. Like, What did I write about it Like, I, I thought was terrible? Yeah, the good stuff. I'll tell you what, I wrote the good stuff, because there's there's less of that, so let me just cover that quick. John Lithgow is top. David Huddleston is not a bad Sano. Looks the part. He's
1: not a bad Sano. Actually, I'll give you that. He looks the part, and he, he kind of he's a good actor because you don't get a hint of the Big Lebowski. From no, him. I forgot.
0: I was like, well, um, I've seen this dude," and when I read he was the Big Lebowski, I was like, "Yeah, he's hilarious in that film."
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's completely like completely different. Yeah, so, completely.
0: Yep. The the flying effects are passable. I mean, it's just like Superman yeah. effects. If you go back and watch it, the reindeer were cool. But, I mean, I mean the bad I
1: love Burgess Meredith, I love Burgess Meredith, but he's so out of place. Yeah, It's like all these other elves are British, and it's this old American dude. Get up, Saddle, you bum.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, else? I mean, the child actors are terrible. Oh, they're um, awful.
1: They're, really, they're, really he, bad. He's, he's the worst of the two. She's bad. He's really, like, really bad. Awful.
0: And he's hardly been in anything since. I think they just took one of yeah. those. Like, yeah, you can't act, mate. Um... <laughs> Very cheap. <laughs> yeah, very cheap. Uh, the film isn't really about Santa. it's more about Patch and John Lithgow. But it takes forever even to even about, get to that bit.
1: It's not even about that. It's like the first hour is about Santa, and then the second hour is, or the second forty-five minutes is about Patch and John Lithgow. Two films. Completely. Two films smacked together. The scripts are all over
0: the place. I mean, tonally, is like, what are you, what are you trying Tony. to say? Like, what is the messaging of this film? Like, I don't I get feel it. Like I,
1: I feel like I say this all the time about the films we watch, but the tonal whiplash on some of this stuff, where it's just like, one minute is doing like earnest saccharine nonsense and the next moment it's going for broad comedy and it's like well, what heck, make your mind up
0: yeah and I just found most of it really bored I'm like oh look, can
1: this just end now I'm getting annoyed with this now I'm really getting annoyed with this I don't need another five minute montage of little men dancing no but it's weird because I watched this about
0: five years ago I mean I was pissed and
1: I did enjoy it all that charm <laughs> was like, oh, this
0: is nice. but then when I watched it a couple of days ago I like no nice no, it's crap <laughs> I really didn't enjoy it
1: yeah no oh, okay
0: all right well, let's move on to something a bit more fun.
1: Smith trivia. Yes. Smith trivia.
0: So, Enlighten us.
1: So the budget, it's actually hard, hard to find the number for the budget for this film. It's apparently between 30 and 50 million, depending on who you believe, mm-hmm. but it only grossed to $23.7 million. So it was a flop even at the time. Apparently it did much better in England than it did elsewhere. Uh, John Lithgow in interviews interview subsequently has said that um, he, English people tell him it's their favorite film. And it's like, well, no, I don't think anybody does, but okay. Whatever you want to tell yourself, mate. Um, it was produced, as I said, by Ilya Selkind, who is of Superman fame, and you can really tell. Written by the same writer of Superman, Superman 2, II, Superman 3, Bonnie and Clyde, weirdly, Interesting. which is sort of held up as a Hollywood classical, though I've always struggled with it. And um, Moonwalker. But the less said about that, the better. Yes. Um, it's directed by it's like, oh, I can't pronounce this guy's name. Jeanette Squ- Swartz. Very strange name. Um, mm-hmm. Directed Jaws 2. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh Supergirl. Yeah. Uh, and a bunch of TV <laughs> stuff. Originally, the person who was originally offered to direct was John Carpenter. That's Halloween. Let's totally <laughs> And he wanted Brian Dennahy as Santa. Um <laughs> would have been a very different film. After he passed, um, after they couldn't agree on an artistic way forward it was offered to lewis gilbert who was the director of alfie and educating rita which would have been again a very different film robert wise who did west side story and the sound of music and i actually think that would have been a better fit yeah there are there are bits of this film that feel like a musical it feels like it's about they're about to start singing and then they never do yeah it could have think, done with being musical i think it would have helped I think so.
0: They could have uh, instead of just the same footage of elves dancing around, they could have blocked right, let's just have a song now, then was all the Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then it was finally before it went to Jeanette's Watch was uh, offered to Guy Hamilton, who's most best known for, for Bond <laughs> again, totally different. <laughs> again, <film. laughs> totally different. Um, Duddy Moore's original character wasn't called Patch, Patch was his son's nickname, okay, so he changed. The name of his character to be his son's nickname, and he was the only choice for that role. BZ now, this is an interesting one. And who was originally asked to play BZ? Harrison Ford, I cannot say, Dustin that. Hoffman, and Burt Reynolds were all offered the part of BZ before they gave it to John Lithgow. <laughs> but they would just
0: there'd be no fun, there'd be no comedy, they'd be playing it dead straight, being real evil bastards. And that's not nah, John Lithgow was the right choice, definitely.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, he was, he was, yeah, yeah. Um, and James Cagney and Fred Astaire were offered uh, the role of the elderly elf, the Burgess Meredith role, but thought they were too old, so didn't want to do it, and Dudley Moore was friends with Burgess Meredith, so he suggested him. Um, They wanted an American Santa, because, as the Selkins said, as similar to Superman, it was a piece of Americana. Right. No. you what? Then it did much better in the UK, because, yeah, we make more of Christmas than the Americans do, so... There you go. Yeah, we even get Boxing Day, which they don't, suckers. Um... What else have I got here? Uh Marvel released a time comic book adaptation mm-hmm. at the time, which was which was printed alongside some of their regular titles. And all the toys that were made were donated to charity That's after cool. the film after the film finished. So loads <laughs> of real kids got those shit wooden toys. Yeah, to those those toys. rocket horses. And and this is um oh yep, yeah, you froze, sorry. Uh, this is um something really interesting, which you might know that apparently it had uh, ties with Coca-Cola, McDonald's, and perhaps Blue Ribbon. You could never tell. No. no, you could never tell from watching it. No, no, no. You'd would, you would never know that, that was the uh, that they had them some commercial tie-ins. No, interesting.
0: Because it did its job. Because when this film went off, I was like, I could murder a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, look, at, that at him with this can of Coke as well. I was like, well, Coke cans aren't that big. In it. What size of his fucking head? <laughs> <laughs> like, I do with that? I'm a bit hungover. I could have that. I was like, hungover. Yeah. Like, yes, like, oh yeah, I, yeah. Really done that. Um. Apparently, the, the McDonald's did have um, kind of Happy Meal toys, mm-hmm. which which tied into it. Which I've never seen, but then again, I wasn't alive at the time. But I would love to see if I could find examples of them and what they were like, because I bet they were shit.
0: I've seen footage because I, for my um, research for this episode, I, I watched a bit on like things you should know about uh, Santa, the Claus the movie, and there was a bit about the McDonald's things. They were kind of like coloring book type things, but you had to collect all four, so that meant you had to go at McDonald's four times. Smart.
1: Very smart. I <laughs> always
0: did that. Yeah. Cool. Anything else for Smith trivia? Uh,
1: No, I think that is everything that I had. Cool. The only bit of
0: stew trivia I wanted to add was that apparently there were rumours of very diminutive actors to be in this movie as elves. One of them was David Jason of Only Fools and Horses fame and Norman Wisdom apparently, yes. but it didn't come to fruition so it could be bullshit or they just passed on the idea. I don't
1: want to play an elf. <laughs>
0: no, I want a bigger part. I don't want to be like Dave Hedgehog just dancing around and not saying anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah, okay cool right so final verdict the million dollar question does it hold up
1: no absolutely not no. if you could cut out 10 minutes of this and watch John Lithgow doing his bit yeah brilliant uh, but the film itself good lord no it's boring yeah it's it's
0: not not good I don't know what I was drinking five years ago and I watched it and I enjoyed it but <laughs> beer. I did lots, lots of beer <laughs> of PBR <laughs> but I did not enjoy this at all I, I, yeah, I really wish you chose Jingle all the way but never mind
1: I'm going to watch that now, actually. Yeah, I might
0: do as well. <laughs> cool. Well, so when we regroup in the new year, it will be my nomination. So mm. here we go.
1: So let me ask you, Smith. Oh, what's your thing favorite... I'm not going to get again, isn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to try and make this very easy for you. All right. Okay,
1: go on. No okay, I've had a long day at work. I'm tuning in. Right. All right, go on. What is your favourite Val Kilmer movie? My favourite Val Kilmer movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I'm trying to think of Val Kilmer films. Um... I, you know, I have a soft spot for The Ghost in the Darkness. Oh, that is a good film. Okay, good film.
0: let me ask you another question. What's your favourite Val Kilber movie that also stars Warwick Davis? Hmm. <laughs>
1: Willow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. We are covering Willow because I oh gen-
1: cool. I genuinely haven't seen that since yeah. I was a kid.
0: Me too. About thirty years, of, oh, even more, more, more like thirty-five years since I watched that. So I am genuinely looking forward to that. It's on Disney Plus as well, so we can watch it there. Not going to watch the TV show for Willow because apparently it's shit. But no, oh, I will I watch. Like taking it off Disney Plus. <laughs> Have they? well yeah, because it was shit. There yeah. you go. <laughs> cool. So yeah, when we regroup in the new year, we will be covering Willow, and I am very much mm-hmm. looking forward to to covering it. Hopefully it does still hold up. Cool. Right. So just before we get out of there, a bit of housekeeping the uh, plug our socials. So you can reach us on email at it doesn't hold up podcast at gmail.com. We are on Instagram at it doesn't hold up podcast. We're on Twitter or X as it's now known at doesn't hold up pod. We're on YouTube at it doesn't hold up podcast. And we are on Spotify, Apple podcasts and all other good places. You listen to podcasts. And remember, please do give us a review wherever you listen to us or watch us. And remember, we welcome all suggestions for things for us to cover. Cool. So, Smith, anything further you'd like to say on Santa Claus the movie?
1: Um, no, but I would like to wish all of our listeners a very happy Smithmas.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Yes, very, very Merry Christmas to all of you. Happy New Year. And the last thing to say before we get out of is... Yo!